cast family can we call them that i feel like we have to i think the amount of times a family gets used i think i put that in one of the facebook posts without asking you that's what thanks for asking me i can't believe you i know listen i feel like we're gonna call all of our listeners family because i feel like that is exactly who is listening to this podcast is our families (laughs) probably so i might have got my sister on I i think i don't know we were talking about it We'll see if she's actually listening. She's on the fast track. Nicole, if you were listening to this, send me a text. Yeah, right now. Just right now. In studio, we'll be waiting for your text. Uh, This is Two Cast Too Furious. It's a podcast. Well, this one wasn't very fast, but it was mighty furious. This one was very furious, and I would agree, not very fast. It wasn't very fast. It was like two hours and I think 30 minutes was the cut we watched. Uh, It was 217. Was it? Yeah. Because I thought the theatrical release was 220, and we watched the extended version. Did we? Yeah. Oh, it might have been. The, was, the theatrical was 217, which is what I looked up on IMDb. Gotcha. We watched the extended version. We watched the extended version of Furious 7. Furious I realized we seven. hadn't set the title of the movie yet. Oh, yeah. We watched the seventh movie, and it was an exciting little romp through the... F- up until next Friday, the final film yeah. in this franchise... Is it is it officially the final? No, uh, the final one will be the tenth one oh in twenty twenty, I believe. So I guess we've got to come up with a lot of other things to do with this podcast until twenty twenty. Um, we've got. I hope you listeners are ready for three more years of this. Yeah, because we are going to drag this out forever. We're going to die doing this. I hope I don't die before twenty twenty, but I might. Yeah, who knows? We could hey, all well, we could all die any day. Well. I mean, the way I feel about you is very similar to the way that um, uh, Letty feels about Vin Diesel's character. I can't think of his name right now. If you die, I die. If you die, I die. So, Which is a thing that they introduced in this movie. You know what? We're going to immediately transition to just talking about this movie. We'll just talk about this movie. And we're going to specifically talk about how Letty says, if you die, I die. And it's revealed at the climax of this movie that they were married in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Why is that a reveal, though? I, well, like, I, I kind of already assumed. Well, see, it was a reveal, because they were never explicitly said to be married. They were just very close, and they were girlfriend. Which, Why the fact it? that they were married, and that they had such a close bond, means that when Vin Diesel just straight up abandons her in the fourth movie, that's a huge dick move in retrospect. Yeah. Like, it was already a dick move, but even more so now. Like, she was straight up like, if you die, I die. And he's like, all right, peace, bye. Bye, bitch. See ya. <laughs> like that's awful yeah a little bit a little bit i'm just a little bit uh but my i i so beginning of the movie yeah he oh, takes well her, we should so we do should go do a little plot summary very quick the 30 second or under summary of this movie is can i do that this time yeah okay. do it okay we're gonna go quick on this okay i'm really bad at explaining things fast so this will be fun i'm so excited um Vin Diesel takes Letty to her gravestone, and she gets mad and runs away. Then Vin Diesel and the crew go get attacked by Jason Statham, who is the villain of the last movie. They all collectively get uh, corralled by Russell 
uh, I almost said Russell Brand. Um, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell. <laughs> if Russell Brand was in this movie, it would be a very different movie. Get corralled by Kurt Russell to go catch this uh, Ramsey person who has a little thing that's a god's eye that um, it like think Dark Knight where you can see everything. Yeah. Um, so they have to go to. I can't remember where it's like Colorado or something. And then they capture Ramsey and she's like, Hey, we need to go get it in uh, Abu Dhabi. I like that. You said Colorado. It is definitely like somewhere in like Africa. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it looks like Colorado. Um, So they go to Abu Dhabi and they drive cars between buildings. Um, They get the thing and Jason Statham teams up with the people they stole Ramsey from and they fight in Los Angeles. Um, Letty comes back somewhere in the middle of that. Um, the rock is in a hospital for most of it. And uh, that's the movie. Oh, and then Paul Walker dies. Yes. And well, Paul- not like actually, like he, the he, character doesn't die. The he dies to dies. us. Yeah. Well, he, he dies in real life. That like, was a, he, he died to everybody, not just us. That was a pretty good explanation. Like, you like that? It took, it took about a minute and a half, but you did pretty <laughs> good. Uh, so let's start at the beginning of this movie. Which with the very confusing opening credits, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that um, why is Giselle in the opening credits? Uh, because there's a picture of her in this movie. <sighs> that is exactly why she is in there. It makes no sense. So those opening credits, though, are going over a speech that Jason Statham is giving to his badly burned brother, sitting in the hospital bed. He ends the speech by pulling out a submachine gun out of nowhere and giving it uh, to his brother. Literally out of his ass. Out of his ass. Then he walks out and you, it, it slowly pans with him to reveal that he has murdered, like, everyone in this Every hospital. Every single person. It, like, the whole hospital is destroyed. I don't really know why. Like, why was the SWAT team there? I guess because they were trying to protect him because... Owen Shaw because he is a high class fugitive, but they still have to give him medical treatment. So they're defending him. I guess him. that makes sense. And then also they probably know that his brother is like the number one most wanted, like high threat, like loose black ops agent in the world. That must feel really shitty being the younger brother who's like in the same business and Right. Like, like you're still a stone cold badass and better than ninety nine point nine percent of people, but your brother is still just, just a, a little, little bit, better. bit better. Like just a little bit better. That's got it it makes all of his actions in number six make a whole lot more sense. You're like, yeah, I would probably be a bit of a dick too if that was my brother. I wonder what growing up was like for them. I want I want a spin-off series of the two of them the, their childhood and but it's not played by children it is just played by the adult two of them playing kids love it um from what we know about uh fate of the furious and i know nothing about it except for that Charlize theron is in it yes um i'm hoping that she's their sister and they team up Ooh, ooh. make it a family affair i if they make her the sister i will actually probably pee my pants in that theater <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I will have a camera pointed on Taylor's crotch waiting for the moment they revealed that she is his sister. And you might be able to watch it with us. So anyway, Jason Statham walks out and everyone's just that. I think that was one of my favorite moments. It's, it's a good one. It's a good opening because it's just so weird. Like, because he, it, the first bit that you see, like you notice something's wrong is when he starts leaving the room, the two doctors are just cowering in the corner. Well, you think that they're just cowering because 
oh he's got a submachine gun like I, I would be covered too it's like no he like murdered everyone he at one point grabs a dude who's still injured on the floor hands him a grenade that he just pulled the pin on and throws him behind a desk yeah that was kind of a dick it was such a good in- entry and then that was pretty very closely followed by the reveal of the title of the movie furious seven where seven is spelled out yes and they did it by driving a car and the and the letters popped up like like what's that uh what's the iMovie style yeah yeah it's just like furious seven it's like it's it was made for 3d movies like this was right at the tail end of the like 3d movie was craze this movie 3D? i'm pretty sure it had to have been oh no oh god right like Nobody this movie wants to see that in 3d i don't i do are you that's, kidding me? That's too are you, much, Are man. you looking at... We're watching just the DVD, like, menu right now for this movie. Like, Paul Walker runs off of a bus and jumps on and grabs a car. You don't want to see that in 3D? We don't have time for me to get into my feelings about 3D and movies that are not shot in 3D. No, we do not. So, anyway... Go watch Gravity in 3D. Uh, what were some other moments that stuck um, out? Iggy Azalea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> Iggy Azalea's there, you guys. Oh, so they go... They bring... Dom brings Letty to Race Wars, which still, it's been, what, 15 years now since the first movie? Still a bad name, you guys. Race Wars. <laughs> guys, come on. Pick a better name. Uh, then... It's Coachella slash Burning Man for car people. Yeah. So it's like a, a retrospective. This whole movie was filled with nostalgia for the other movies. It really was. At, Hector is there from the first movie. No, nobody no one remembers, remembers him. Unless you've watched all of these movies in one day like I have, you don't remember that that's Hector when you see him. Uh, but he's there. But then also is Iggy Azalea. Because this was 2015. Well, right at the tail end of when people began to hate. It was or like, right at the beginning of when people began to really hate Iggy Azalea. It was like that perfect like six-month period where Iggy Azalea was really big. I feel like she was hated by the time this movie came out, though. I think it was... Fancy came out in, like, like March or April of 2014. I, I feel like the, she wasn't quite hated yet, but I feel like she was on the wane when this movie came out. Okay. It was, by the time I watched this movie, she was definitely yeah. hated. Uh, but, yeah, Iggy Azalea is in this movie, which I forgot. There's several high-profile cameos in this movie ronda rousey has a part in this movie yes she does showing her acting chops i don't know why she wasn't nominated for the academy awards oh she was was she? no she yes. wasn't <laughs> i believed you i full-heartedly this, this movie did actually get oscar buzz for the song oh uh, it, did. it didn't get the nomination but it was like definitely in contention Maybe. for a nomination i really do think that these movies should get nominated for visual effects it, Maybe not visual effects, but definitely, like... Sound. I think sound. Because there was a great sound moment that I noticed in this movie, which was um, the first... When when they're leaving the uh, funeral for Han, Vin Diesel chases Jason Statham in a car chase. And I don't know if you noticed this. Probably not. Uh, there is no music in that scene. All of the sound is... They're just playing with the sound levels of the cars and the engines mm-hmm. and, like, shifting gears... And it, it doesn't feel like dead air or silence. It feels very, like, it, it's still heightening the intensity. Like, you feel like you're in an intense chase, but there's no music underscoring it and elevating it. 
I thought that was a really cool sound editing moment. And okay. I thought it was legitimately good. It, it's the type of... I mean, Transformers 15 you will get nominated for best sound mixing and sound... Yeah. Or maybe not mixing, but definitely for editing. Yeah, they so, always get it for editing because they have all the... I feel like the, it, it would make sense for a movie like this to get... Yeah. Because I feel like the Oscars, it doesn't necessarily... When they say best, they really just mean most. Yeah. Most sound editing. Well, I... Most cinematography. I do feel like... For the these types of movies, there is a lot of really oh, there's, interesting oh sound editing. Oh my god, I would, that they I would agree. Do. I feel like if you're a sound editor, like this is the movie you want to be on. Like people make fun of them, but if you're like a sound person, you're like, yeah, I did all of this and it was amazing. I oh had no, a blast. I, I would agree with that. I feel like so. Those are the moments I enjoy. Were, were there any legitimately good moments that you found in this movie this week? Um. Uh, no like the fight the fight with the rock and jason statham the evening was pretty good yeah that was a pretty good it was a pretty good what were some other moments that stood out even if they weren't legitimately good <laughs> i think i think the issue with this movie is that five and six were insane that's but, true but the insanity makes sense in that like okay a tank busts out of a fucking car out of a, yeah. a bus but like it almost you're not questioning it. They, they they launch cars out of an airplane and parachute down and somehow land right on the road. Well, uh, because the parachutes were GPS activated. <laughs> they they took it just a little bit too far. They there were several moments that were just like what, and that's why I feel like I do love like this movie is still up there for me, but it's not it's not the level of five and six no, because. It's not. I feel like they went above and beyond, and those moments I still get really excited for. But I feel like they also tried really hard with the like melodramatic stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. I so would agree. It's like you're going rapidly between two very vast extremes. Yeah, and like I don't know, they're missing. It feels like they're missing characters. Like they're missing Asian they're... Bus Baby. <laughs> You guys, there was no Asian bus baby on this movie, and I was livid. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to our last two episodes and then come back. There has been an Asian baby in uh in the big like big scene as a cutaway. Yeah, and, and it makes no sense. And we've been we looked for him in this movie, and I don't think he's there. I did not see one. I kind of want to rewatch the movie and just very specifically keep an eye out for that baby, but I don't think he's in there. I don't think so. Maybe do you think he? He got like into some contract negotiations and just decided to pull himself out because he wasn't getting enough. I think that might have been. I think they might have got the shot, and then it probably ended up on the cutting room floor because they were like, "This movie's too long. Yeah. What can we cut?" Oh well, they're like, "Well, we got to make." Uh, he was probably in there in the original script, but then you know they got they when got, Paul Walker died. They Paul had to change died, the like, script. Ah, we've got to change everything. Uh, and, and then and then he just got left out. It happens. That's Hollywood for you, baby. 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 Um, I will say, I did, I genuinely liked The Rock's child. I have The Rock that, has a child. I have that starred. The Rock has a daughter, which we've never seen in any other movie, and she is adorable. She's so cute. I love her. She was only in two scenes, but she stole both of those scenes. Yeah. No, and, she's great. And she was competing in one scene with The Rock saying, Daddy's gotta go to work, and then flexing a cast off of his arm. Taylor, stop lying to us. 
we know that was your favorite moment of the, of the movie. It was my second favorite moment of the movie. We will get to his first favorite moment later. Yes, we will. Uh, I do love that moment so much, though. It's. I feel like that's what this movie was missing, was it was missing The Rock for a good portion. Because The Rock's not in most of this movie. Um, and it's, at this point, we've lost Han, we've lost Giselle. It's, it's such a... It's such a shame. That's mostly who I was talking about when, like, Han, Michelle, and Jordana Brewster hardly being in the movie. Yeah. It, I feel like that's partly where it suffers. But I feel like the reason that they were... I think they were scaling back on those, and now they're... Re- it, it's sort of like a sports team, right? They they went for it. They they did had some good years. Now they have scaled back, and they're doing a rebuilding year. So I feel like they're adding on to their roster of so who's gonna be I mean villains because I mean the Rock started as sort of the main antagonist yeah so I feel like we're slowly building out another bit of villains who are actiony who can come back and do crazy stuff in later movies I feel like I don't want more villains I want more I want, I want Han and Giselle and really really I just want Suki back. When is hey maybe maybe in Fate of the if Furious Suki better be in of the there. Furious. I don't understand why they lost this awesome female character. Yeah, she probably just didn't want to come back. <sighs> she should have. Um, uh, the ad placement for Corona. It's always been a little bit explicit in these movies. So explicit in this but one. But Kurt Russell gives he's like Belgian ale. He's like I only drink Corona. I know. And he pulls out a full, like, it looks like they were filming a Corona ad next door. And he just went over, grabbed the the bucket and came over and was like, Corona. Corona. It was so obvious. Uh, and it was just too much. It was the it was perfect amount for me. It was so over the top. I will say I did appreciate the throwback to, or the callback to when he's like dying, quote unquote. And the last thing we see him, he was like, I really need you to. Try the Belgian wheat. I liked that it's, moment too. It's, it's cheesy. It's, I hate that I like it as much as I do. I know it was pretty good, but it was pretty good. Try the Belgian ale. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of callbacks within the movie as well as like two other movies. There's uh, when I I want to say that when they're playing when uh, Vin Diesel and Jason Statham are playing chicken and run into each other. I want to say every time that that is a reference to, to Footloose. <laughs> yes. They do play chicken and Footloose. Do they? Yeah. I haven't seen Footloose. You've never seen Footloose? I have, however, seen Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> that is very disturbing to me because it means either you are an imposter or I watched that movie with someone entirely different who was pretending to be you. Well, you watched it alone. We watched that one alone. Oh, that's true. I just lied to you the whole time. That I, makes a I lot of sense. I looked up plot summary. That makes actually <laughs> the most sense out of anything I've heard. Yeah. Uh, but they had that moment. Um, they had when uh, Paul Walker lowers the car and rides under the 18-wheeler. There was that. Um, uh, when they're fighting with uh, like big wrenches and shit. Yes, I th- I also think that that was, was probably a reference, a reference to, in the first movie. Yeah. Um, there was a there's several others. I know. I'm trying to think of other things. The, yeah. There's just like oh, they talked about um, they brought back the uh, Brian and Tyrese, um, uh, the fact that they were friends in high school. Oh yeah, because that oh never gets mentioned. Never anymore. gets mentioned. Um, they also 
failed to bring back the fact that uh, Ludacris is just a guy who worked at a garage in the second movie, but now is a hacker on par with the world's best hacker who has created a system that can s- create surveillance across the entire globe. Yeah, and it took like a couple billionaires to do that in uh, The Dark Knight. So Yeah, so... You guys, it was the exact same thing as The Dark Knight. Go watch The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, go watch The Dark Knight. That's this movie. <laughs> but also with a scene in Abu Dhabi. Okay, did we we need? I wish we looked up the weight of that car. Can, oh yeah, because Vin Diesel picks up a car. Do you want to pause right now and me look it up so we can talk about it? Do it. So I have looked up the weight of this car, and it is uh, the the overall like people have done the math. The overall weight uh, is uh, three three thousand forty two pounds. And the movie was bulletproof, so it's probably a little bit heavier. The world record for a deadlift is 1,180 pounds. Uh, so they did the math on how much he would have had to pick up. To pick up that to end pick of up the car. That, yeah. And so they did the math based on, like, if the axis was, you know, the uh, the rear wheels, and he picked it up this way. The the weight that he would have had to pick up was about 759 pounds. I don't know if that's... I don't, Vin Diesel possible deadlift. I don't know either, but it's it very well could it very well could be. I don't know. It's more possible than I would have expected. But he he held it there for minutes. He did. I feel like that is extreme. But I also feel like the movie was trying to make us believe that the car was lighter than it is, probably, and also that Vin Diesel is stronger than he is. So I feel like it was it was trying to go both ways. I don't think it pulled it off, but that was he did lift lift up the car and just tell his buddy, yeah, just get under there. And, and I wouldn't do that. And Paul Walker trusts him. That's that's how. That's you, what family. Means. That's what family means. Uh, okay, Taylor. Yes, I would get underneath the car that you're picking up. Aww. That's a lie. I would never do that. Yeah, no, don't do that. Because you wouldn't be able to pick the car up. I in not in a million years. Um, so other bits from this movie, um, I have one little bit, which is that Jordana Brewster is talking to Brian and she reveals to him that she's pregnant with another kid, which she has been keeping from him. I forgot about that. Yeah. And she says, it's a little baby girl. She has been pregnant long enough to know the sex of this child and is not showing is not showing and still has not told him. Also, the fact that she said nine months. So she yeah. knows she, she just got pregnant. Yeah. So. Well, okay. To be fair. How to does be she fair. know? Is she guessing? Did she make that up just to make him? We, I will say, we don't know how long time passes between the first conversation and the conversation where she tells him. Yeah. Because the conversation she tells Brian is when she reveals the sex of the baby. Yeah. But it ha- it can't be that long because they've been traveling like super fast all over the world well yeah but they're going back and forth so like days add up you yeah. know like oh you're they right. get, you go one way and so you get like an extra like, two days and then you come back and it's like three more days it's been and probably like, like a week so like yeah she definitely knows the sex like, of that baby now yeah uh brent what was your number one highlight of this movie can i start with my most disappointing moment 
Yes. My most disappointing moment of this movie is when they're in Abu Dhabi and the guy that should be John Ralphio, um, but isn't because that would be racially insensitive. Um, but it would be fun. But it would be really funny. He's like, I'll get you into that party, but you can't go wearing that. What happens next? It's a motherfucking shopping montage, except for it's not. There's no, there's no shopping montage. They just no all show montage. up in like awesome like gowns and shit. And Michelle Rodriguez is beautiful in that red dress. Gorgeous. So I fucking great dress. But I need a shopping montage. Like I don't know if that's just the gay in me talking, but like I every but every good movie has a shopping montage. I want to see Tyrese and Ludacris doing a riff in a shopping montage. That would be so funny. Give me that. Do you think they shot it and then we're like, nah? I think there's absolutely. Del- we're gonna check the deleted scenes after this. We should have done this before this, but we're gonna check the deleted scenes for that shopping montage. I just want to shop. So that was my most disappointing moment of the movie. Um, bring bring my, on the high point. My high point. I will say, I think it was pretty like it's improbable, improbable and shit. But the, when they're transferring people b- between the cars. The one moment that you did The remember. one moment I do re- did remember from the first one. I will say, I remembered a lot of stuff as the movie progression. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I remember this. Or, oh, right, they go to Abu Dhabi and blah, blah, blah. Like, I did remember stuff. I did feel a little bit like Michelle Rodriguez, though, of, like, oh, she doesn't remember happening? stuff. What's happening? I don't remember the previous movies. That was probably how I felt the first time I watched it. Yeah. So. Um, but... I, yeah, that was really the only moment I remembered. I did not remember that Sage Jason Statham was the villain in this movie. No, you did not. Um, but so, transferring from the cars, I that it's was pretty. It's pretty fucking cool. It was a really cool scene. I don't know if it's actually possible. Who knows? Who cares? <sighs> what about you? My number one moment. We heard my number two moment, which was Daddy's got to go to work. My number one moment which I didn't remember from my previous watch, but really got me on this watch was when Hobbs shows up again and grabs the, the minigun and goes, woman, I am the cavalry. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, you. And then Miss Sandy, who I do not remember the actress's name or her actual, was it Ramsey? Ramsey. Ramsey. Just looks at him and goes, who is that? <laughs> because he has not been in this movie and she has no idea who he is. But he's just a dude who jumped a stolen ambulance off an overpass, killed a drone, and then stole its minigun. And just slinging one-liners all over the place. And she's like, who is this person now? <laughs> it I, was a really good moment. I really enjoyed that moment. So that was my highlight of the week. But now we move on to everyone's favorite bit. Our tallies. Let's do it. This was a big week. We're Our gonna... biggest week? Mm, we'll see. Let's start with deaths. Brent, if you had to guess how many deaths we saw, what would you say? 22. That's a pretty good number. But the actual number. Wait, hold on. Are we counting? We're counting deaths that we saw on screen. If we counted all the deaths from... Well, like, okay. No, I know. There's, the there's tower that falls over. Buildings and, that fall apart. Um, no, but I'm mostly, are we counting when Kurt Russell is shooting every person and is every shot... I didn't count every shot. Okay. I counted every shot... That we saw. That we saw contact. a person or that it was very obvious that he had shot someone and was moving on. Okay. Oh, so it's probably like 30. Uh, it... It is actually 33 Okay, was the number. 
So you were very, very close, pretty accurate. It is unfortunately not our biggest week. That title still held by Fast Five at 40, but it is our, our second highest. This movie was no Hurt Locker like Fast Five was. It was no Hurt Locker. Uh, but with that, it does bring our seven movie total to 107 deaths. Oh. Keeping in mind, the first three movies combined had four deaths. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and so, that, so that means the last three movies had, a hun- or sorry, 100 and, 103 deaths. I can't math right now. Good God. And uh, one of those was accounted for three times. <laughs> so you, so we did count I Hans' actually, death in three, six, and seven. I, I didn't count Hans' death in this one. I believe I counted it both in three and six because I counted it again in six because it had renewed meaning. In six. Don't you know, don't you love when a death has renewed meaning? Uh, but in three, I did, or in, in this one, I didn't count it again just because we already saw that at the end of six. Got so it. I decided it didn't count. Uh, but that brings our overall average up to the movies released so far to 15.3 deaths per movie. Keeping in mind, again, the first three movies had four deaths total. And the second one almost didn't have a death. It had a half death. It was just an Im- died. it was an implied death with a oh, car crash. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was when we were really struggling for deaths. We did not have that issue this time. So that is uh that is the first seven movies in deaths. And explosions. In explosions. This was a big category. It was a big one. How many explosions do you think that we had? Twenty. I'm going to tell you first what our previous total across the entire series was. It was 19. Oh, uh, okay. So probably not 20. Well. But maybe. The entire total across the previous six movies was 19 explosions. There were, in this movie alone, 25 explosions. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was counting some of... I, there were some where I could have counted two for one yeah. explosion. And I just was like, you know what? This is going to be one explosion because... This is a lot. That brought our total from 19 to 44. Woo! And our average went from 3.16 per movie to 6.3 per movie based on this movie alone. This has obviously over doubled the amount of explosions in the entire franchise. That's a lot of explosions. They went real big with this one. Well, they did have a drone shooting, like, exploding missiles at... That was where many I, things. Well, between the drone exploding missiles everywhere and Jason Statham constantly just carrying around a an actual bag full of grenades that we see at one point, because <laughs> in other movies you'd think, does he just have like a bag of grenades? And this he movie, does. This movie answers, yeah, it does. Because this movie it goes Don't to the specifics, that. it goes into those little details, like the fact that vin diesel has to drive a dodge in abu dhabi because he can't drive a non-american car (sighs) well now we've done our tallies brent we come to more than anything the most important ranking of all because this will set our rankings going into the one movie that neither of us have seen nobody's seen it right now yet well people there the, Prob- ed- the editor the and the producers and probably the actors and hopefully the director. Hopefully. So, um, where are you going to rank okay. this? And I will go over the ranking okay. that you have previously done. At the bottom is number three. Hashtag fuck Tokyo Drift. Then, Too Fast, Too Furious. 
then the fast and the furious then fast and furious the fourth movie then number seven where you ranked it cold without having seen the rest of the films then number five and then number six right up there at the tippy top so i think this is gonna go it's we'll put it behind fast and or furious seven cold really you liked it less having seen the other movies and having the history i don't know no i can't do that That, that's ridiculous is it i might be like it was a good movie it was just kind of like did you so just took it too but so what you're saying is that you enjoyed the other movies so much that this movie was a lit down and oh oh yeah six and five and six were really good and this one was you know what i'm going to that good I'm going to take your original I, your original feelings and seven having the history goes below seven without having the history. That is a I actually feel like it probably does because because I didn't have expectations. That's true. See, I went into this movie thinking five was re, five was great, six was great, and then seven was just kind of like eh. whereas when I saw seven for the first time it was like Whoa! This is crazy. I don't know what's going on. Oh, that is a that is an interesting perspective, and that's why you want someone who's never seen these things, folks. You've given me a whole lot to think about on this. So, are you gonna re- reveal yours? Uh, so yes. I feel like that happens today. It does. So my ranking goes from the bottom. Number three, of course. Hashtag fuck Tokyo Drift. Then it goes. Uh. Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Then, number one, The Fast and the Furious. Really? And Too Fast Too Furious narrowly edges out Fast and the uh, Fast and the Furious. Okay. I think The Fast and the Furious is a better movie, but I enjoy watching Too Fast Too Furious more. I'm so sorry for you. It's got Tyrese. It's great. <sighs> then, it goes. Uh, what have I covered? Seven. Yeah. Then it goes. Seven, six, five. Really? Five held out. Five, I think, is holding out. It, it's going to be... I'm going to watch both of them again, I think. And then really nail it down. They're very close to me. Like, I I think five is great just because it brings the whole crew and you have the entire crew there. But, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I feel like because there's more of The Rock in number five. Is there? I feel like there. I felt like there was more than six. I well, I think there's more of The Rock that I love, which is him Fair. being full of bravado and going after them and being really wet. Which is why I am moving into the end of our episode. I'm very excited for number eight because we're going to see The Rock coming after Vin Diesel again. Really? That is... I haven't... I've never watched a trailer for the movie, so I don't know what the movie's about. So, the very... Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Well, I'm not I'm not going to tell you, because I haven't actually fully watched an entire trailer yet, but from, from just the posters and everything else, basically, it's implied that for some reason, Vin Diesel is, like, on the run again, and so The Rock on is having to chase again. Vin Diesel down and figure out what's going on. So, who knows? I have high hopes. know in a week. In a week, when you guys all come join us. 
Well, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a this has been a fun project with it's you. Been, it's been, it's not done. It's not done, but I'm I just wanted to say be, before we go and do all these like live episodes and go see this movie that we've we've done this project for, I've enjoyed doing this. I have too. You've opened my eyes to a whole series of movies that I liked about two of. Yeah, you know what? That's all you need. Fast Five and Fast and Furious Six. Listen, two for seven ain't bad. Oh, God, that's... Well, I've been Taylor. I was Brent. This has been Two Cast Too Furious. Vroom, vroom! Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.